Good afternoon. Welcome to the Black Educational Podcast with yours truly, Miss Jackson. Y'all know that song is about me, right? I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, black people, they have really came a long way from not being able to vote to being enslaved. Look at us now. Today's topic is about Mr. George Crumb Speck. George Speck, later known as George Crumb, is thought to be the inventor of potato chips. I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely love potato chips. They so good. With a good dip too, I will hurt somebody over that. He was born on July 15, 1824 in Saratoga Country, New York, to parents Abraham Speck, an African-American, and Diana Toll, a Native American of the Huron tribe. He had a sister, Catherine Kate Speck. George spent his youth years as a guide in New York's Adirondack Mountains from 1834 to 1850. He was an animal trapper specializing in capturing wild ducks and deer. He must really like wildlife because I do not. I'm not trapping no ducks or no deer. That's not going to happen. In 1853, 29-year-old Speck was hired by Moon's Lake House. That sounds like a place to have a good time. It was a resort on Saratoga Lake near the Saratoga Springs that catered to wealthy vacationers from New York City. One person named Commodore Cornelius Vanderbilt forgot Speck's last name. Hmm. And started calling him Crumb. I wonder if he called him Crumb on purpose. Eventually, George stuck with the nickname Crumb, saying that Crumb is larger than a speck. A myth eventually debunked by George's sister, Kate, who claimed she invented the Saratoga chip. Now, she didn't actually create a Saratoga chip. She just sliced off a piece of the potato and it fell in the grease, and George happened to taste it to prove it that was a chip. But before this happened, her claim is undermined by the existence of cookbooks in the United States and Great Britain that describe earlier versions of the chip that were called fried potato shavings. Wealthy visitors to the Moon's restaurant soon spread the word about the Saratoga chips, often traveling from Boston and New York specifically for the delicacy. After the unsuccessful attempt to take credit for inventing the Saratoga chip, Carrie Moon, the owner of Moon's Lake House, began to sell them in boxes, the first attempt to merchandise the product beyond his restaurant. Hold up, Mr. Moon, that sounds shady. I hope George was in on this, you know, selling his invention. I wonder if he broke him off a piece of change. 1860, George Crumb opened his own restaurant, Crumb's Place, in Malta, New York, where he provided every table with a basket of chips. Crumb's chip remained a delicacy for the elite until the 1920s when the entrepreneur Herman Lay brought the chips to the South to introduce them to a wider audience. Herman Lay, does that name sound familiar? Lay's mass production and worldwide distribution of potato chips soon overshadowed Crumb's legacy. What is your favorite chip? My favorite kind of chips are Doritos, Ruffles, the Baked Lay's, but my ultimate favorite is Pringles. I will hurt somebody over some Pringles. Oh my God, they are so good. 
top four flavors, I would say they are flaming Hot, Sour Cream and Onion, Cheddar Cheese, Pizza, absolutely amazing, with some cheese dip. Tostitos has the best cheese dip on this planet. I don't care what no one says, they have the best cheese dip on this planet. I'm not going to lie. Lay's came back with some new inventions, new flavors, only because of George's Crumb's invention. You can eat chips with almost anything. I would put them on my ham sandwich or dip them in some cheese or some salsa or whatever else you want to dip them in. But chips are amazing. I don't know if any of y'all saw this before, but somebody dipped a potato chip in ice cream. I say, uh, oh my God, that just, uh, don't do that. I guess to give it that sweet and salty flavor, but they have other chips that have both both types of flavors that do that. Go get you a bag of chips that have a sweet and salty taste to it. Having chips at the tailgate party is a must. If there's no chips at the party, there's no party. Crumb's place was open until 1890 when he retired from the business. Crumb married Elizabeth Jarrett in 1853. The couple had three sons, John, Gilbert, and William, and a daughter, Anne. Unfortunately, they divorced in 1857. From 1853 to 1857, that's only four years. That has to be a toxic relationship. That's a very short time to be married. I don't know what happened with the relationship, but something went wrong for them only to stay married for four years. Only four years. People nowadays, they don't stay married long either. Then George met his second wife, Hester Esther Bennett. That's a real tongue twister right there. Who was a regular customer at Crumb's Place. Wait a minute. What's going on at Crumb's Place? I think George would come in and check on the place and they would give each other those eyes. Like, how you doing? Mm, I see you. They married in 1860 and remained a couple until she died in 1906. George died in Mountain, New York on July 22nd, 1914 at the age of 90. I think we all would like to see the age of 90 someday. All we have to do is take it one day at a time. You know, I always wondered how potato chips were made. The thin, crispy, sweet, salty goodness of them. They are amazing. There are different shapes of potato chips, like the shoestring potato chip. When I first heard that, I was like, what? What is that? My mom and she used to eat them like crazy. She would always say, go get me some shoestrings. I was like, okay. I don't know what that is, but I'll go get you some. When I was younger, my grandma told me that my nickname should be Chip. Almost every day after school, I would look forward to my afternoon snack because I would always have some chips with something else. I was leaving from my grandma's house one day. She sent me home with some extra chips. I was so happy. I decided to jump the ditch, and that's where I made the mistake. Me and my chips were on the ground. I cried like a baby because they were on the ground. My freshly opened chips were on the ground. I wasn't too happy. My grandma laughed so hard. Then she told me to come back and get some more chips. 
Lesson learned. Pass in the driveway instead of hop in the ditch. Potato chips don't seem hard to make. The first step is to make sure they are ripe enough to pull out of the ground. Then they get loaded into a truck and transported to the factory. The potatoes arrive safely at the factory. Each truck has 50,000 pounds of potatoes. It takes 45 minutes to unload each truck. Potatoes are put on a conveyor belt and they are headed to the peeler. Factories peeled potatoes by hand until the 1950s when the automated peeler was introduced. I feel really bad for those people who had to peel 50,000 potatoes by hand. That takes a lot of time. I don't want to peel potatoes for the holiday dinner, yet along 50,000 by hand. Oh, no. The potato comes out the peeler in 30 to 45 seconds. That's quick. It takes me about five minutes to peel one potato. The slicer can cut 10,000 potato chips in one minute. Technology is something else. That is absolutely amazing. The potatoes take a water bath. This helps to remove the starch from the potatoes. Too much starch will make the chips hard and brittle. After this happens, the chips are picked up by a metal drum, blown dried, and then tossed in the fryer. The chips are fried for three minutes. Chips are inspected again when they come out of the fryer. Y'all ever had a burnt chip in the bag? They look so weird. I tried the burnt chip one time and I told my mama that's why no one eats them. The bag is boxed and sealed carefully where it goes to the warehouse. From the warehouse, it's loaded into a truck and they head to the grocery store. I know George is smiling down from heaven right now. George Speck, also known as George Crumb, has made a huge impact in this world by putting smiles on people's faces. The next time you see a bag of chips, remember Mr. George Crumb Speck. Until next time.